Nissan Regina is the presenting sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. And as always, we like to remind you that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. They're the number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any needs at all. They have a great staff that is always willing to help. You can go see them today at 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. Do it today. Drive Nissan. Alrighty, we are very happy to announce that Off the Hosel and TaylorMade Golf have committed to a long-term partnership. We couldn't be happier. Now it is time that you get yourself into some TaylorMade gear. They have the brand new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max driver. The irons are incredible and the new wedges are raw. Some of the best players in the world use TaylorMade, so why shouldn't you? For more information on getting fitted or have any questions, you can contact Mike.Langen at TaylorMadeGolf.com or find them on Twitter at Mike underscore Langen underscore TM. Team TaylorMade. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kocher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Hosel. This is episode 61, downtown, Mr. Dean Brown, 61. My name is Drew Kosher, I'm your host, and I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Troy Kosher. Hey! Oh yeah, it's 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 calm before the storm gets in here now at Divots. It's calm, but it's uh, we got listeners in the back. Everyone's yelling "ao" back there. I don't know what's going on I in think, here. I think I scared him. Scared him. Okay, right in his backswing, nice double. <laughs> uh, before we get going, though, as always, this is a Nissan-driven podcast because the number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs, they're located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. Drive Nissan. Troy, why don't you quickly rip off? Because we, I mean, I think we have enough ads right now, so let's just do them quickly here. Uh, I want to just throw a free plug in for Nissan. We got sure. one of their finest uh, workers sitting with us at the table right now. Awesome. My daughter, Janae, who works at Regina Nissan. Welcome, Janae. Welcome to the podcast. Anyways, check out Nissan. We're located, as usually, at Divots Indoor Golf, 6823 Rochdale Boulevard here in Regina, Saskatchewan. Give them a call at 306-206-1270. Or visit them at www.divotsgolf.com. Book your tee time. Don't make divots. Play divots. Perfect. And as you can tell, it's a little different if you're listening to this one because we have now gassed the intro song because we already have an intro song. And it's turned down for what? Uh, no copyright. Can I make a comment about that? We got an argument at work about this. That song came on the radio. Sure. Night shift. <laughs> and the song came on and there I am. Turn down the what? Dun, dun, dun. Turn down the what? And my coworker looked at me You're and said, old. Excuse me, what did you just say? I said, turn down the what? He said, turn what down? I said, it says, turn down the what? And it's apparently not. What is it called? Turn down for what? Yeah, not the what. <laughs> it's, I'm 40. I don't know. I, it, it was quite oh. comical. They were all laughing at me there in the art office. So, 
But anyways, yeah, continue, Drew. Yeah, Sorry. no, it's okay. So we're back for episode 61. We gassed the intro song, but that song we'll play at the end of all our shows, as always. But uh, if you listen to last week's podcast before we get going today, it was episode 60 with Barstool Chief. Uh, a great interview. It was, uh, again, a Han Solo one, myself and Barstool Chief Ryan. You know, a lot of fun with that one because it's Barstool Sports. Guys, uh, he's pretty close in with, you know, Dave Portnoy, the... You know, leader over there, El Presidente and uh, Big Cat and those guys. So I learned a lot. He loves the Chicago Blackhawks. He's pretty shocked at how good they're doing. Um, yeah, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to any of it all, but I, ca- I caught parts of it. Uh, actually focused on the intro. I wanted to see how my replacement did for me. I wasn't there last week. so Yeah, no uh, Danny H this week. Sorry. Yeah, Reverend did, uh, did quite well, actually. He was impressed. He was more than the old one-worded himself that he is, so. Yeah, he was uh, pretty solid, I thought. No, it looks like, sounds like you guys had a good time. Uh, again, sorry, uh, work called, so. No, Good, good right. maker. I'm um, back tonight and looking forward to it. So I know uh, our guest is going to be uh, a great interview that uh, our listeners are all going to enjoy, so. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so obviously you weren't here last week, but I got to get your thoughts on, you know, uh, the new partnership with TaylorMade Golf Canada, especially, um, you know, we had a fun day with our content and our, you know, hitting hitting golf shots, you know, proving our game and proving your game, especially with the technology, which is, <laughs> it's insane. So I talked to Danny about it. Obviously he missed that day. He said he missed it and he wished he could have been there. But uh, just your thoughts on the whole uh, TaylorMade Golf um no partnership. I was a little upset that I wasn't there for that. I wish I could have been because you and I were side by side swinging golf clubs over and over and over again. My hips still hurt. My shoulders still hurt. Um, I know you made a comment in the uh, the pre-show, the warm-up, the pit. You guys were talking about the seven iron. It was incredible. Actually, I believe you said it was a five iron that I was using. No, seven iron. 125 yards. No. Oh, that's what you said. You said yeah. I hit a 125, and I kind of chuckled when I was listening in the car. I'm like, no, that's my 150 go-to. 150, 150, okay, 150. Yeah. And no, I don't know if our listeners know, but I was hitting it consistently 185 yeah. yards, 190 yards. It was putting 35, 40 yards. It's amazing what technology can do when you go from an old set of, which were tailor-mades, but 20 yeah. years old, to the new stuff. I'm so pumped that we're working with TaylorMade Golf Canada and Mike. I'm so looking forward to our clubs. Anybody needs any tailor-made stuff, really? Yeah. Give Mike a call. You know. Absolutely. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun that day. Again, I didn't. I've never been fitted for clubs, and I never realized how much work went into it. Yeah. You know, he was changing out head sh- heads, shafts, and just over and over and over and hit this one, and you know, putting the marker on the golf ball. Sorry, I'm just talking about because I never got to last week. Yeah, that's but, fine. You know, he's taking the tailor-made golf balls, putting the the green sharpie on there. And then he wanted me to hit a golf ball. And then he'd look at the club face. And he goes, okay, well, look, you're hitting it dead center, right? Do it again. Yeah. And it was bang. It was one after another. He kept, kept hitting it dead center. All in all, I'm hoping that it improves my golf game. Um, I know my clubs are a lot different than what you got. You are an amateur golfer. I am a cart path beer drinking golfer <laughs> that likes to get out and, and just you're have You're getting good, better, though. And I, be better no, I, I am getting better. I agree. Um, I, I'm just really excited to see what these fitted because they're personally yeah, they're built for, for you. myself yeah. right to see what they do outside oh they're going to change your sim, world simulator i mean is a simulator you can't lose a golf ball i mean i've lost a few but um <laughs> to see it out in the real world but yeah what was one funny thing drew that we actually mike yourself and me we kind of had a good chuckle about when we were doing the club fitting my old driver which is like three years old titleist Yep. You know, Still I, a driver, though. I hit 240, 260 max with that thing. 
And you and Mike both said, oh, yeah, we're going to get you there. Don't worry. Yeah. And how many drives did I hit? And I, yeah. he, Mike was just like, you can only hit it 260 yards. That's all I could do. Yet my three would, I can hit that 240. Yeah. You it's, know? You know, and, and I think that will come over the time in the summer, you know, when you're out there and you'll get some roll and some, you know, some natural outside. But um, all in all, I think it's a great partnership. We're excited about it. And I think people around here listen to it. Or, you know, I, I got a lot of messages that day. Um, oh God! Yeah, it's exciting. Our social media pages blew up. Yeah. When we announced that, I'd absolutely. Like, wow! I was, I was, my, I just shut my phone off. To be honest, <laughs> I was at work. It was ding, 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 ding. Thought you one of, I thought you one of the VLTs. No, 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 <laughs> no builds. Okay, let's move right on here. Uh, I do want to ask what's what's new with you? What's been going on? Because I haven't, like I said, you've been gone for you know a little bit here, obviously with work. But what's uh, what's happening? I had. Five days off, well, four and a half because I gave up, got up off night shifts and I didn't work any overtime. Uh, the missus had some oral surgery and couldn't really do much, so I had to help her out. Yeah. She's getting better. She, she ate a meatball today, so she's happy. She hasn't had solid food in a week pretty much. So I was at home a lot. Um, actually, funny story, I went back to work. It's Tuesday today, as we always record for Wednesday. I went back to work yesterday, Monday, after being off for four and a half days. Sunday was a good day for the toilet to not work. So <laughs> there you, I am. You made it just sound like you were telling a Dumb and Dumber story that you're, what are you doing in there, Harry? <laughs> uh, shaving. <laughs> no, we have two other toilets in the house, but. Not a big deal. The, the main floor toilet decided to, not literally crap out, but, you know, so there I am at Home Depot, pick up a new toilet. Yeah. Take the old one out. And Jill says, well, maybe we should paint the bathroom while the toilet's off. And I'm thinking, you know, we couldn't have done this on my first days off. I have to do this <laughs> seven hours before I have to go back to work. Yeah. You know? Um, so I did a little bathroom renovations. I did some patchwork, primer, paint. I got one more coat to do after we're done here tonight. Install the new toilet. And uh, boom, we're ready to rock. So, yeah, my days off, I was helping Jill around the house. And uh, bathroom repair. That's about it. I watched a little golf. Deadly. Actually, I did. I watched quite a bit of golf. Uh, I I know we're gonna get into our sports talk, so I'll save that for a bit. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. You, what did you uh, What did you get up to since the last time I seen you? Uh, Friday night, we were supposed to just go for a couple of drinks, me and uh, the Reverend and my gal. But we ended up getting a, there's a free time here, a couple hours, played some golf, played nine holes. Um, you know, Danny and and my gal had a had a real go. It was a good tight match. Who won? Uh, Danny won. How many? By a couple, you know, it, it was a battle. Danny was, Danny was, he was focused. Well, I no, see, I seen on Instagram the one putt he made. He was pretty pumped. So. Oh yeah, he was like the guy from the when he makes that bowling thing. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> so no, it was uh, that was fun that night. And then uh, yesterday I was at the ODR, uh, met some kids that go to my elementary school that we both went to as uh, <laughs> children at the time. So uh, watching nothing else really, just watching new TV shows, uh, Suits back on. I mean, I'm watching the, the reruns of it. Yes, it is, but. Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah, TV-wise, not much either. Uh, sports. I that's I live on sports, right? So, yeah. I, much like yourself, I'm waiting for a couple seasons of, well, Ozark supposed to be coming out season three. Really? Oh, I can't wait. And that's a fantastic show. So I'm waiting for that. Unreal. Um, I know there's another show that you probably haven't watched, Narcos Mexico. I'm waiting for Heard that of to it. come out here. Come on, Netflix, step up your game. Let's get these out. Yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of dry, and I just found out Moneyball is now off of Netflix, which makes you pretty what? upset. Yeah, February 29th was off, so Shut I was up. pretty pissed. Yeah, 
pretty no. upset. Yeah, no more. That's uh, like in my top three movies. Uh, I'm upset. I'm not I have the movie on DVD disc, but uh, are you serious? Yeah, I'm quite upset. I left mine at the lake. I have that DVD. It's out at the cabin. So Perfect. So but I don't have a DVD player. Does that work in an Xbox S One or whatever they're called? Yeah, you're good. DVD does. You're or good. Does that have to be Blu-ray? You're good. Okay. Trust me. Life's good. Okay, quickly before we go into our sports talk, I do want to announce that local golf news update: the Regina City Am back May 29th, 30th. It was announced on Sunday. Um, no, I didn't see any course courses were updated on that, but. I'm excited. I know everyone around here is pretty pumped, so keep your eyes open and your ears open or eyes peeled, one of the two. Just just pay attention because the Regina City Am is a great, great event. Also, my gal was pretty pissed at the end. She's like, why do they always have to have a golf tournament on my fucking birthday, <laughs> the 30th of May? So, uh, well, I, you can take her for the 19th hole. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could. <laughs> right? I, I could. I could plan dinner reservations. That's what I'm you know, ho- hoisting the cup. There you go. There you go. All right, moving on. No, I mean, I wanted to piggyback you on that. I think that when you posted that on the uh, social media pages, I guess it was it'd been yesterday. Oh, and by the way, I need a caddy if you want a caddy from that content. If I'm not working, sure. Yes. Or should I maybe just set up the booth and do... To do that too, after the rounds. Maybe Janae will caddy for you. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> just a big nope. Nope. <laughs> Sports talk. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, no, I was going to say, though, social media, they blew up. Yeah. There's a lot of people. A good friend of the show, Sean McNall, like I seen he he replied, he was so pumped that this is back up and running, you know. Yeah. I mean it's it's another step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely, Troy. So I think we should move on now to some sports talk. Uh, and I'm gonna let you run away with this one here. Do you wanna chat hockey first? I know baseball started this past weekend. Um, and golf of course. We'll talk about that a little bit here. But uh, I will give you the first I'll give you the mic for the sports talk you wanna go ahead with here. I know what I wanna talk about. And I know what I want to talk about. Uh, I got a lot of feedback about me carving my Oilers, who have been playing really good golf. Uh, golf, real good. Jeez. <laughs> well, they at this I'm, rate they will I'm be playing. Flustered. No, you can't say that. They won 11 out of 13, so they were on a hot streak. They're on a roll. They get back home. Did they get skunked back back night? Toronto comes in on Sunday night. Yeah. Four nothing. Four nothing yeah. against Toronto. Leaves. Yep. who had their second string goalie. Yep. Connor McDavid, one shot. One SOG. And two attempts on net. Dreisaitl, non-existent. Yep. The team in general, non-existent. Okay. We won 11 out of 13. We can lose one. Last night, Toronto's there again. Stunt. Koskinen starting. No shit. It makes me sick. Three nothing. Three nothing. Did you see the goals he let in? No, I don't watch the game. Wow. ODR. Uh, embarrassing. And I. Toronto's a really, really good hockey team. I will say it. Oh, by the way, Toronto last night had their third string goalie in, Michael Hutchinson. Okay? Yeah, it's tough. No Austin Matthews. Two games in a row. Yeah. Toronto is a team. That is the real deal. I will say, I, I don't like saying it, but I will say it. They are the real deal. They look really good. Edmonton looked terrible the last two games. McDavid non-existent again last night. Uh, Tippett pulled Dreisaitl aside to a practice. Had a little conversation with him. Yeah. Because I've said it before. If Dreisaitl doesn't get his way, or things aren't going his way, he pouts, and yeah. he just doesn't give a shit. 
Yeah. We got we got Toronto again tomorrow. Wednesday night. Yeah. I'm hoping to see something different. I really am because it was so frustrating. It's it's Moving you on. have you, you have that kind of talent on your team, and and that's the, pro, the the production that you put out on the ice. You cannot rely on one guy to win every hockey game, and where it starts from, in my opinion, is the back end, not your D. Yeah, the, your goaltending. Well, tending. the D is ugh. the goaltending. You have two goalies that would not be, in my opinion, well, okay. You have two goalies. One of them would be a backup. The other guy would not even be in the AHL. Well, after the goal, Jason Spezza scored the other night. That he was specially known for. That was really nice. Absolutely. In 1999 and 2005, yeah. it ended there. The way Mike Smith let that goal in, yeah. see ya. Yeah. Gone. I know. Um, so they, they went and signed, uh, I, I don't even know the guy's name. He's 33 years old. He came from Minnesota. He's on the COVID list right now. And I my neighbor texts me. Hi, Steve. I'll throw you a plug. You listen every week. He texts me. He goes, oh, we got, I can't even remember his name. That's all right. And I said, Who? I said, we need a goalie. Yeah. I said, we don't need this carousel of minor league goaltenders. Yeah. Because it does start at the back end. Then you start up. With, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm done with the Oilers. Let's see what happens tomorrow. We'll check in next week how I'm feeling about them. Yeah. Uh, the other team I want to talk about real quick, and then I'm going to throw it to you, was the Calgary Flames, my arch nemesis. Yeah. Looked good last night, right? No, they'd have 5-1. Yeah, I know. Lost. I know. I was being sarcastic. They started warm-ups, too. But Lucic has six goals, which just blows my mind. Yeah, and, and they won that deal. Did you? No, they didn't win that deal. Where's James Neal playing right now? He's starting up, starting with Connor tomorrow night. Who is? Neal. Was he not on the? He was scratched for like three he, games the in a row. Last two games, yeah. He was used the COVID uh, close contact. He has two goals though. We're early. Trust me. Go back to last year. Look what Neal did. Don't Kay. even get me going about the Lucic thing. Okay. He's a plug. Anyways, uh, Calgary's a mess. Calgary's a mess. Did you see the warmups? Oh, yeah, I was... What the hell was that all about? I've been there before in Junior B. I've seen those warm-ups happen there. Not in the NHL, but it was... Uh, they weren't ready from the get-go. Even their coach. Did you see him? No. Oh, he almost <laughs> he almost bit it going on the ice. Really? Or onto the bench. Sorry. I guess there's a step up to oh, the yeah, bench. Yeah, yeah. And he missed it. And if you watch it, he damn near threw his back out. Had and a, I'm like, had, wow. a West, had a West Ham Coke. Yeah, maybe. Uh, my question with Calgary is, where is Markstrom? Is he hurt? He must be hurt. I think he is hurt, Because yeah. they had Riddick playing, and they pulled him because Riddick... What is up with that guy? Banging his head on the wall on two nights ago, and then last night he was just dog shit again. Um, Calgary's in a lot of trouble. They're not playing as a team. Um, they have Johnny Hockey, who to me was a one-season wonder, and I love it. Uh, they were comparing him to McDavid a few years ago, and I laughed my ass off. Kachuk is another Brad Marchand. I love Kachuk. He's a guy you would love on your team, but you hate him if he's on any other team. Yeah, absolutely. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, 100%. I, I like the way he plays, He except for when he spot picks. But other than that, I, I like the way he plays. He's he's in your face. He can score. He's skilled. Um, but except for when he spot picks guys and doesn't want to fight sometimes, I, I don't like that. But Okay, Brady or Brady or uh, Matthew. Matt? Matthew, every day of the week. Yeah. Absolutely. So I got to talk two teams. I want to hear what your uh, hockey... I, I, I we, we like we like to cover all the teams, so I can't even think of all the teams right now. I haven't watched any hockey. I'm trying to think. Okay, well Ottawa's won a couple in a row here. Yeah, moving on. Montreal hasn't done too much. Well, they fired their coach. Fired their Julian, coach, and uh, they lost the first game. Ducharme's the new head coach, intern head coach now. Did you know? Did you know this? I didn't know this. Montreal, you know who they're owned by, right? Molson's. Yeah. 
Mulsanne's. Did you know that they have to have a French-speaking coach in Montreal? Well, I heard this on a uh, local. Sta- cool. I heard this on a local sports station the other day. They hired. I I can't remember who it was, but he was not bilingual. Wow. They protested. The fans protested to the team of Montreal and said, well, "We don't want him." Wow. Molson's got rid of him. Didn't know that. Anyways, uh, who are we missing? BC, Vancouver. Vancouver. They won last night. Shocking. Winnipeg's a team I like to watch right now. Pretty yeah. solid. I like them. They're fun to watch. They lost to Vancouver last night, but uh, I mean, every dog gets a bit of the side, sunny sun on the sidewalk. Every every dog gets a bit of sun on the sidewalk. <laughs> I think that's what I was trying to say. Absolutely. Okay. So that's our hockey rundown. I don't know what else. You I got. I don't even want to talk hockey right now. To be honest, I want to talk baseball? golf. Oh, baseball. I, I don't even want to talk baseball. Cause baseball. I don't watch it. That's um, today. Maybe you don't, but our listeners sure is, might do. Sure. Spring training fired up. First games were just on Sunday. Um, we're into the thick of things here. We got a three and a half week spring training season. Games are starting. George Springer is looking good at the Jays. I seen him today. He had a double and a single. Uh, I know you're looking at me like, who are you talking about? Yeah, I just won't comment. Yeah, I no, that's have no fine. idea. That's fine. Um, it, 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 there's, yeah. a, there's 155 games, so I, I can wait till uh, October to watch playoff ball. No, no, there's not 155. Was it 120? 152. I was <laughs> off by three, and I don't even watch the sport. Yeah, I'm right. Plus your spring training, which is a month, plus your playoffs. Um, MLB is still dropping the ball a little bit, in my opinion. They are, I don't know if you knew this, but due to COVID last year with the shortened season to get all the games in play. If any were in extra innings, they started with a man on second base. Right? Who's on first? Oh, no, no, no. They put the runner on second base. So Who, you, Who's on first, though? Nobody. They, if extra innings. Who's on first? Nobody. you never seen that state, eh? Who's on first? Big baseball guy over here. Who's on first? I don't know. What who's on first? I don't know who you're talking Who's about. on third? Anyways... Um, I'll show you the clip later. Okay. That and what was the other COVID rule they're doing? Double headers. Double header games now will be seven innings only. Where before any, I'd watch now. any game, see, you're missing out. Baseball is a beautiful sport. If I was there live, I'd watch it. Disagree. I've been to many live games. I'd much rather watch it on TV or listen to it on the radio. My Actually, opinion. no. Blue, what I do watch is Blue Jays in 60. They shorten the whole day yeah. to an hour. That's what I love. I guess. I just don't want all the commercials Drew, in there. I'm a huge fantasy baseball freak, so that's why I like oh, stats fair enough. and okay. sports, right? Um, anyways, check out your local uh, games. They're 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 on every day of the week now. So they're playing in Florida, Arizona. Seen fans in the stands, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, that's my baseball chat. All right, let's do some golf talk. Golf talk. Well, before we get into it, Taylor made golf. TaylorMade Golf and TaylorMade Canada are partners of Off the Hosel, and we couldn't be happier. It is time for you to look at getting the new TaylorMade products today. The new Sim 2 and Sim 2 Max drivers are incredible. And if the best players in the world use TaylorMade, why shouldn't you? Team TaylorMade. Contact Mike.Langan at TaylorMadeGolf.com, or you can go to your local golf course and talk to them in person if you need any more help. TaylorMade Golf. Team TaylorMade. Perfect. Okay, we just had the Workday Championship at concession. That course is scary. Whew, it beats people up. Did you, have, did you have a chance to watch much of it, Troy? Obviously, well, obviously, I'll rip off the winners and whatever happened on, but I want to know if you watch any. Yes, I did. I, didn't, I know I didn't watch as much as you, I'm guessing, but I probably, out of the 72 holes, I probably caught 
51 and a half holes. Pretty played. good. You know, I, I did I did watch quite a bit. Yep. Good tournament. Um, <laughs> did you see that gator? Yeah. Oh, my God. Where he was eating, like that stork. Big did you see gator. that stork was looking at Oh, him? yeah. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to get eaten right on live TV. Um, great field. You know the deer that got your hand? Great. Well, I got his head. <laughs> You're sick, you know that. <laughs> uh, no, it was a it was a really good tournament. Nice field. I mean, well, WGC, right? So there's no cuts. Thank God, Dustin Johnson would have made the cut line. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, do you want to spit out winners? Or? Sure, I can do that right now. Winner was Colin Morikawa for his fourth PGA Tour victory. Um, you know, guys like Hovland, Horschel looked really good. Brooks had some sort of neck shoulder issue that was kind of bothering me or bothering him. Sorry bothered me on tv he was kind of like milking it it looked like from a watching point of view he looked pretty good until uh 17 he three putted on a brutal effort at eagle and it would have put him one shot back on 18 but unfortunately he missed actually went three putted for a nice par and uh, ended up losing to colin morikawa i uh, have thoughts well i mean from it's funny you know i watch a lot of golf on tv but courtesy of Sirius XM and PGA channel, right? So I, yeah. I listened to a lot of that on there too. And actually one of the announcers said, oh, and Brooks' neck doesn't look that to be that bad. He doesn't be, doesn't be seem to showing any pain or stiffness as he sticks a dart tight within three feet. They get really excited on oh, their yeah, PGA I love channel. It on there. They get really I excited. I love it. But yeah, same thing. 17th, he kind of. Oh, that was a brutal putt. Here it comes, you know, here it comes. After um, he putted. How did, how did Tony do? He was close again, wasn't he? Isn't he, he, he was in the mix. Isn't he always the bridesmaid, never the bride? Man, I said this last week. He Tony made, Finau, if anyone doesn't know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I said this last week. He made $19 million in six and a half weeks. Uh, if I'm finishing second every day of the week on the, on the PGA <laughs> Tour, I'll take second all day for 19 yeah, sheets. Yeah, no, absolutely, 100%. I mean, it's just funny. He, he's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. It's, it's coming. It's definitely coming. For sure, and I can't wait till he wins. I know Abe, Abe had a good weekend. He, he, had, he didn't have a very good Thursday, but he fired a 7-under, I believe it was on Friday. Yeah. Uh, he ended up finishing what T fifteen, I think it was. Yeah, he was top twenty for sure. He was he was close in that top ten line. Yeah, he had a good good uh, tournament. Uh, Deshambo, he wasn't that great. Nope, wasn't very good at all. They actually, again, they were talking on that <clears throat> PGA Tour channel that that course isn't built for Deshambo. No, because it's either too long or too short. There's no in between, yeah. and we all know how Bryson likes to play, right? Swing as hard as he can and. Hope to God it goes Drive straight. for show and putt for dough. Right, yeah. right. No, it was, uh, it was a good tournament. Uh, this week, <coughs> excuse me, Drew. <coughs> Before you answer that question here, I want to mention again, Canadians this week was only one. Mackenzie Hughes finishing T44. And this guy's cashing some checks in the last four weeks. So congrats to Canadian uh, Mackenzie Hughes that we hope to get on. We have now contact with his agent, so hopefully we get him on the show. Um, and then quickly before you jump into where we're going next week, uh, a lot of players wore red on Sunday. Uh, thoughts on that? I was going to ask you, that you and Daniel, you guys didn't talk about that, right? Yeah, because that would happened after the podcast last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tiger, we're pulling for you. That would, that was some crazy news to see. Um, oh, no, we did talk about it. It was live news that day. We talked about yes, it. Sorry, you you're did. talking about the incident. Sorry. Yes, you're right. You guys did talk about it. I never got to say my, my piece on it. But, yeah, I, I saw that news that Tiger was in the accident. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, and then you, I believe you sent me a picture of the in the group the, chat the vehicle. yeah and the first thing that came to my mind honestly and i'm not trying to sound weird or anything was kobe and tiger within the same calendar year almost yeah it was within like i, I got texted like crazy oh my god it's happened blah blah and then 
And then I went and did some research, and you know, Bobby Jones, uh, said, yeah, last week, the, the same month, you know, 60 years ago, accident, break his leg, like it was nuts. Yeah, and for all those social media keyboard warriors that are just all over Tiger Woods and the oh. negative comments, it's sickening, actually. It's quite sickening. You know, we're lucky. He's, his kids are lucky he's coming home. Absolutely. Yeah. That's first and foremost. Over golf every day of the week, yep. Right. And for some of these people in their comments out there about, I'm not even going to repeat them. People, if you want to look them up, they're out there. Go look for yeah. them. Um, Don't, though. It's just toxic. Right. We're hoping for a speedy recovery. Now, my personal opinion, if Tiger plays another round on the Professional Golf Association Tour, the PGA Tour, will be a miracle. Yeah. Now, he's proven to do things that shouldn't have been done. Yeah. The way his injury, in my opinion, is game-changing. I... I I'll, I'll be shocked to see him <clears throat> play another round on the PGA yeah. Tour. <clears throat> um, again, I'm hoping for a, a, a good recovery for him like you are, like everyone else is. What the players did for him on Sunday, pretty cool. Absolutely. Pretty cool. I mean, my favorite, Tony Fino. He Oh, yeah, looked, backward hat. Looked exactly like him. It was unreal. Jason Day was close yeah. to him. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, um, I thought it was cool. A lot of the guys could do it. I, I know some guys weren't even allowed to do it. Um, you really? Know, yeah. Why sponsors? Sponsors, endorsements. Uh, Sergio went a different route. He wore a mixture of a green shirt to show in his, hey, you're the GOAT. You won the Masters this many times. So, like, if you don't watch golf and you don't understand what he was doing, that's what he was doing. Um, I, I saw Tiger yeah. threw a tweet out, too. He was pretty yeah. choked up to see that all the players were wearing red in honor of him. And, you know, he's obviously been through a lot in the last week. You know, last year and even the documentary and everything. Well, so it's yeah. been it's been crazy. Um, before before we go next week, there is one other thing that we probably should touch base on. How did Mike Weir do? My next point here. Oh, sorry. The Champions Tour at Cold Guard Classic. Mike Weir was the leader going into round three, and sorry, yes, round three. The veteran still has some jam left. Unfortunately, Mike Weir ended up in second place, losing oh, Heatherington, I believe it is, by two. But Mr. Mike Weir, Mr. Canadian. Hey, good on you, Weirzy. It was nice hearing your name on the news on the sports channels here the last few days. God, so. He was playing good golf, too, and there wasn't easy conditions I saw. So, um, yeah, that was my uh, next point before he jumped in. Uh, did you see the, was either on Instagram or Twitter, Pat Perez? Nope. I didn't see it. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure if he's on the Champions Tour or if he's still playing PGA Tour. But they were talking about him. Really? He never worked out a day in his life. And he, flat out, and he flat out said, I will never work out a day in my life. <laughs> Still making the bing, right? Still making house. the money. Oh, his house is incredible. I just, I thought it was quite funny. I've yeah. never worked out a day in my life, and I'm not going to work out every day <laughs> in my life, so. Yeah, no, it was, um, anyhow, let's move on to our next week. You have next week, Troy? Yeah, next week we're playing Bay Hill. Bay Hill Golf and Country Club. Same same state. Arnie the Sunshine. Palmer Invitational. The Sunshine State. Florida. We're staying there. Good place. It's uh, fields looking pretty decent again, and not as not as stacked as it was this past weekend. Um, you ever play there? No, I had to Xbox. Ask. Xbox? Yeah, play there. Big prize up this week too. Eh? How much? It was seven point four was the purse, I believe. Wow, that's not bad. Well, you keep talking, Arrow. You research that. Uh, did you see Johnny Mansell, a guy that we hope to get on the show as we have connections to a friend, a mutual friend of his. 
He's given himself 12 years to turn pro. This guy's got some game. I've seen him play golf via Snapchats from our buddies, uh, Eric Howardchuck. Um, I do want to get your thoughts on that, though, because I hope we can get him on the show. In my opinion, he is the Tim Tebow of MLB. Really? You know who Tim Tebow is? Yep. Right? Quit football because he wanted to go be a baseball player. Yeah. Look how that worked out. Not good? Not good. That's my opinion on Johnny Manziel. Yeah. That, you asked my opinion, I'm giving it to you. That's fine. I um, <laughs> I saw his swing. I actually think he has some game, and I think he might beat you, but, I mean, that's fine. I think he might beat me, actually. I think his handicap's at a zero. He's a good player. See? And that's why opinions are like, I can't say it, but everyone has one. Yeah, that's so. fine. How much is the purse? 9.3. 9.3 million dollars. I'm just looking here. Uh, Rory's playing. We got Matsuzama, DeChambeau, Canadian boys, Taylor, Hadwin, uh, Hubbard's playing again. Hubert. Uh, Hubbard. Matt Hubbard. Corey Connors is playing, Jason Day. I'm just kind of getting the top list guys here. Like I said, it's not as deep as field it was last week. Uh, Cameron Champ, him in the mullet. Nice. I like it. Are, yeah. you, are you ready for it or what? What's that? The tournament this weekend, starting Thursday. Well, I'm not playing, so yeah, I guess I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, but are you going to like watch it? Of course. Okay. We're on a golf podcast. You're just arguing with me. What are you talking about? Arguing with me. Okay. Do you want to talk about anything else before we uh, talk about our guest this week? Uh... You know, I did want to, this is kind of off script, Drew. That's um, all right. I know that we have some clothing coming in that we're going to be ordering, and I want to know if our listeners are interested on T-shirts. Like, summer's coming, right? So we get some yeah. summer wear. Give us some feedback. I mean, go over to Facebook, visit us at Off the Hosel. Go to Twitter. Totally, it's loud it's here. Loud. It's, 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 it's men's league. It's, it's coming here. We had, I'll talk to them right now. It's so. popping on a Tuesday night. Uh, let's get back to your thing, though. Yeah, no, check us out on Facebook at Off the Hosel. Go over to Twitter, Instagram at underscore Off the Hosel. Let us know. I mean, we're our aim to please is for you listeners out there. That's We want to make you happy. Yeah. So if there's something you guys are wanting, some swag, let us know. Um, I just... Yeah, that's, I just, sorry, it was okay. kind of off the... and I want to spin this back in, though, it's perfect, because I want to ask you, have you ever had Fresca and Captain Morgan's? You know the answer to that, I think, is no, because I don't drink hard alcohol, you know that. Okay, so that was two free ads. <laughs> I, for, love, I love, I love two free ads for those two. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Fresca, though. <laughs> because if you've ever had a Fresca and Captain Morgan, it may change your world. So this is going to happen, buddies of mine and buddies have called it this, I've called it this, it's called the Fresca Coach. And we're going to get our own drink. We're going to talk to Last Mountain or Molson. And we're going to get it in a can. And that's why one of the shirts we put out the other day on social media was, I need a fresher coach. And the logo was, see at the 19th hole. So everyone listening right now, try one this weekend. Try this week. Fresca, Cap Morgan, with some ice. It will change your world. Where are you getting fresca from these days? Because I can't find it in any grocery store. Cans. Really? Cans. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, you go to a superstore. Gone. I'm a fresca freak. Oh, I, I don't know. I just buy it in a bottle or a can Fresca. or whatever. It. Check it out. Do it because you're going to want it. You're like, oh, my God, it's unreal. And then everyone's like, hey, I need a fresh coach. Can we use a last mountain distillery spice drum? Why not? Because well, you said it had well, to be Captain Morgan's. I've never tried with their rum. So I have to try it out with their rum. We'll try it. We'll do some. We'll do all the tests. We'll talk to the GM there. We'll get it figured out. I know someone that will help us out with this. Who's that? Right across the table from us. What does she do? She's of age. She'll be a taste tester. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I need, like, the, the engineers to, like, create the drink. Anyone to taste this thing. Okay. We need to grow this drink. It's going to be a thing. Try it out. Let us know. If you don't like that, it's fine. But you're, you're going to love it. Yeah. So while you guys are responding to our uh, do you want some swag stuff and what you think we should get, try the drink out like Drew just said and let us know. 
Alrighty. As we wrap this up today is a decent enough intro, as always, which is totally fine. Our guest today is a sassy-born Shaunavan, Saskatchewan, second rounder to the Vancouver Canucks. Loves the game of golf. He's getting pretty good at it. An absolute beauty. We have to do the interview twice as the interview the first time didn't save. But we brought on a special co-host in Turner Ripplinger that day as their good buddies as well who introduced me to Cole Lind. So let's send over now to Cole Lind and we hope you guys enjoy it. This podcast is brought to you by Last Mountain Distillery, a proud sponsor of Off the Hosel. They are a locally owned company in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. They have some of the best options around and trust me, I know. They got whiskey, vodka, rum and so many other options that you can't go wrong with. They are in a, over 100 different retailers across Saskatchewan. So start thinking with your brain, shop local, and purchase your Last Mountain Distillery products today. Alrighty, we are pleased to be joined by a guy that I was introduced to this past summer. He's turned out to be a good buddy. From Shaunavan, Saskatchewan, he won a WHL lead title with the Kelowna Rockets in 2014-2015. Not a big deal. Then he got drafted by the Vancouver Canucks in the second round, 33rd overall. 33 places and nine rounds more than I ever had a chance to. Currently playing for the Utica Comets in the American Hockey League. After all that, we are pleased to have on Cole Lind. Wow. That was something <laughs> special. <laughs> Unreal. And also, we are joined by a special co-host today. As my brother's not here, nor is Daniel, both taking a maintenance day. We are joined by the young Ripper, Turner Ripplinger. Linder, what's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> gotcha there. I heard you carving yeah. me on the phone call, Lynn. I have to get this over with. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, no, this is good. We're excited. We got uh, Young Turner here. The Young Ripper will go as, as AKA, uh, myself, and Cole Lynn. Like, man, this just couldn't be any better. Two of the best buds. I'm just a fat podcaster now, hanging with a couple of boys here. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get right into it. What's uh, What's going on, man? How are things? Good man. Uh, yeah, just chilling for now. We actually got a nice little break in right now. We uh, played this past week and just don't play till it's coming Friday. So nice little, nice little break here. And you had two tucks, right? What's that? That was a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, talk Turner. He's got four in total, I think. Right? Four on the weekend. What's that? I don't know. Turner's throwing finger said numbers. You got in four in total, right? I got four total, yeah. yeah. We played these past two games. I fucking, I shit the bed. <laughs> Who did you guys play? Uh, we played Rochester and... Uh, oh, Chirp uh, City Affiliates. <laughs> Chirp City Hockey Club. Has Turner ever showed you our jerseys for Adult Safe Hockey? Uh, no, I don't think so. Dude, we have legendary jerseys. We had the blue ones that started out the career. Then uh, we won a franchise oh, yeah. championship 2017. Not a big deal. We upgraded to the red <laughs> ones, so we're called the Chirp City Hockey Club. Same logo, same colors, matching gear. We're basically a bunch of tools, yeah. but winners win though. So cool. They had the uh, cool. They had to buy our old shells from the Junior Pats so they can match <laughs> the jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> those old Eastern ones. <laughs> no, the Patsies. No, no, Junior oh, Pats. Junior Pats. Okay, Linder, let's jump right into this. Um, as we we have to redo this one, everyone. If you're if you're listening to the podcast again, obviously you know you are because we're. You know, we're doing big things. So we have to redo it. But as a young, a younger Cole Lind, I mean, you're 23 now, so younger than me, but growing up in Shaunavan, Saskatchewan, um, sports, hobbies, what were you doing, man? Uh, I mean, as a kid, most of it was, was hockey. I was kind of, 
I was forced into it at a young age, kind of started skating when I was like, I don't know, probably two years old and kind of just went from there with hockey. Uh, obviously played uh, other sports growing up. Shonovan's a big, uh, big community for a lot of different sports. So, um, yeah, as a kid, I played a lot of, uh, whether it was uh, baseball or or golf, I, you know, I played all that growing up and uh, just kind of got used to, you know, being in that whole scene and, uh, yeah, had a good time doing it, obviously. Uh, grew up with Rip. I uh, got to know him uh, once I got a little older, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lifelong friendship ever since. I love it. Well, I mean, I'm sure Turner has a quick story here. I mean, let, let's rip off, uh, you know, how you guys met. Let's do that one. Um, we met, uh, well, we played against each other quite a bit growing up in minor hockey. We were in a bowling alley. We were playing 10-pin <laughs> bowling. We, uh, we ended up playing together for the first time on the Saskatchewan Brick team. Not a big deal. Wow. Yeah. That's where we got the first meet. And our, our parents actually nice became track. really good friends right away. I think it was because our dads matched they had the same the same height. They're shorter than their wives, <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the moms love taking care of their kids. Confirm or deny, Linder? Confirmed. We lose you. You good? You still there, Linder? Oh, I can. Yeah, sorry. That's all I, right. Like I can hear you guys super clear. To be honest with you. Why not? How about now? I don't know. How about now? Yeah, that's a little better. All right, there we go. Okay, let's jump into some uh, minor hockey. Wow. You had quite the minor hockey career, ripped it up in Bantam. Then you made the decision to move to Saskatoon to play for the Contacts. I was a blazer. You were a contact, but right in the backyard of uh, your hometown of Shaunavan was the Swift Current Legionnaires. Why the you know the switch over to the Swift Current Legionnaires? Oh, fuck. Sorry. The Contacts. My bad. <laughs> um, You know what? Uh, I think there's a little bit of, uh, you know, obviously a lot of decisions going into it. Um, got got an offer to live with uh, my good buddy Garrett Pilon and his family. Uh, obviously getting the chance to live with Rich and, and learn from, you know, his NHL abilities uh, was huge for me growing up. Uh, obviously played a few games with uh, with the Legionnaires uh, in my second year Bantam and kind of got used to the culture there and um, obviously – the contacts had won like three Telus Cups in the past five years, so I uh, got the opportunity to, to play there, and uh, yeah, obviously uh, learned a lot there, and you know, I had a great time there, and uh, Saskatoon's become a really big part of my life now, obviously, I train there in the summertime, and uh, stay really close buddies with Garrett, and yeah, um, I mean, it shaped me into, into what I am today, for sure. Awesome, man. Well, and then obviously, I mean, you went on to play two years with them. Uh, and especially, I mean, you know, especially in your second year, racking up 79 points in 44 games. Not bad. Like, did you feel some success from the first year going into year two? And obviously you were drafted to Kelowna. Um, you know, just moving from your first year of midget, you, you did really well. And then you totally went on an absolute tear. Walked us through that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of been... Uh kind of the common theme it seems like through most of uh you know whether it was going to Kelowna or even coming up to Utica and and Midget especially um I just kind of grew from year to year and uh, I really took my my experiences and and everything to heart and and learned from them as best I could and tried to improve obviously from year to year and uh 
just, uh, you know, learn from what I had to improve on every single summer and, and really focus on that. And, um, yeah, I mean, my second year midget, I, I really wanted to dominate and show that I could play for the corner rockets. And obviously, uh, yeah, just, you know, kind of have that in my back pocket to get to Kelowna and, you know, with, with the culture they had there, I wanted to show that, uh, that I want to be part of a championship team and, you know, want to win games. So moving on to the Western Hockey League, Cole, I mean, you're drafting the fourth round, 87th overall. <sighs> Pretty sick. Uh, first, how special was that for you? And second, your family, and I'm sure your brother likes to, you know, carve you a little bit for being a first rounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was huge for me. I, you know, although it wasn't obviously that high of a pick, uh, it was just an opportunity. I didn't really know much about Kelowna at the time, but I obviously paid a lot more attention to them, uh, since then. Uh, and every single year they just seemed to have winning seasons and, and have really good teams. And I knew I was obviously drafted to a great organization that, uh, yeah, their culture has obviously been winning for, for a long, long time. And, and it continues to be so, um, I mean, everyone in Kelowna has helped me a ton. Uh, yeah, that city, that city was just unbelievable for me. They did, they did so much for me. And, uh, you know, even just being drafted there was awesome. And I obviously have my brother drafted to Red Deer. He went pretty high this year. Uh, he does like to carve me a little bit, but, um, uh, I got a new comeback now for him <laughs> for any time he tries to chirp me on that. I just asked him how many zeros are in his bank account. So I just, and then, As you should, buddy. And then, once he can, and then once he beats that, then he can chirp me for real. Hey, uh, cool. Can you send me 20 bucks? Uh, I don't know, 20 bucks. So, <laughs> I got to say something about that. Uh, every time me and Cole go out, he, he always takes care of his buddies. He doesn't even make the big bucks yet, but he still takes care of his friends. He knows. He wants one of them big checks. Yeah. One of, care, big one of them big checks. I got no more to give. Okay, spe- speaking of Kelowna, he had a successful career, and obviously from the numbers, it got better and better by the year. And you know, me scouting, I see guys sometimes have a you know an off year, and then it's like an okay year and a really good year, and then not good year. But you seem to found a groove, you know, playing on an absolute wagon like Kelowna. Uh, just talk about that experience and you know playing there and. Man, you must have some good stories from playing out in the Okanagan area. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, getting there right away, obviously, stepped right into a absolute wagon of a team, having <laughs> guys like Leon Dreisaitl, Sick. Nick Merkley, uh, Josh Morrissey, Madison Bowie, had a ton of talent on our team, and obviously, uh, going on to win the championship was a was a you know an eye opener, but an obviously unbelievable experience for me, just getting to see all that. Um, Losing the Memorial Cup final obviously really sucked, but uh, yeah, just seeing that journey for them right away uh, really, really put a stamp on on what had to be done for for my coming years. And uh, obviously, going into my rookie season, I got uh, a lot of opportunity to play some really good players. Uh, I got to play with longtime WHLer uh, Tyson Bailey and NHLer nowadays Dylan Dubé, and uh, yeah, they just helped me kind of get comfortable with the league and and what I could do around there and you know just kind of test my abilities out and and getting to to play with those two guys obviously I got a lot more comfortable and yeah like you said just kind of grew from year to year and and wanted to kind of prove myself as my own player at the same time obviously had some success with those guys but 
wanted to go on and show that that it wasn't just them that could do it. Man, I played against Dylan Dubé when I came home from Saskatoon. I played like eleven games in Double A. This guy was fifteen on the like Notre Dame, whatever you call it, like elite team. This guy was yeah. buzzing. I, I don't think he grew from when he was fifteen to now, but that guy is a player. Yeah, he probably had a full bro- grown beard back then. And- <laughs> Man, that guy can grow hair like no other, but yeah, he can skate like the wind. It was unbelievable to watch. Linda, remember, uh, I think we were about 15. We went, uh, when we did Daryl Belfry in Saskatoon, and he came out, yeah. Belfry absolutely shredded him. So it was me, Linda, Boris, G, Garrett, and uh, and then Dubes. And du- and we all know Dubes is. He's the best guy out there. And the Darryl, Flames. Yeah, and Daryl Belfry, NHL skills coach, is carving Dubé, like telling him he's never going to be good enough, and like really, I think he sent him off the ice. I think, right? Is he fired now? Yeah, um, if I remember right, Dubes was. I think he was being a little bit of a drill killer, like screwing up <laughs> some of the drills, but he was not terrible by no means. Like the stuff we were doing was pretty hard, but yeah, Dubes. Uh, I remember Daryl telling him like. Everyone probably tells you're a really good skater, but actually you suck. You're terrible. All this yeah. stuff. And dudes would go into do drills, and he'd do one thing wrong, and Daryl would be throwing his gloves and stuff. It was so yeah. funny to watch. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, he actually asked him to get off the ice, and dudes got off, and he never showed back up. I don't think. Wow, is that guy fired now? No, Belfry's a real yeah. deal. Real deal? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the real right, though. Yeah, he's so is dudes. Though, yeah. but. <laughs> hey, you're allowed to make mistakes, I guess. I, I, I respect that. Yeah, one bad take ain't going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, in the 2014-2015 season, you know, Turner and I talked about this off the record a little bit here. We had some time to, you know, figure everything out. Obviously, the last podcast got canceled because my audio board didn't uh, work out. But you get, you get called up late in your uh, your third year, right? Correct? Triple A? Up to Kelowna? Uh, yeah. Yeah, third year, right? Third year in the contact, yeah. you go up to uh, Kelowna, correct? My second year contact. Second year. 16-year-old year year, old year. Nice one, Turner. Okay, so 2014-2015, the Kelowna Rockets capture a WHL title. Um, you know, I mean, we, you mentioned last time we talked, you you know, you didn't play a whole lot during that run. But let's talk about that run and, you know, the grind of, you know, your I don't know what the series was. I'm sure it was a lot of, you know, sevens and fours and fives, but let's just talk about that whole uh, experience of, you know, being a part of that, ex- that run. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool for me. My first game up, I think I, well, obviously, first of all, with the contacts, I got to tell this story. So we get our hair dyed orange, obviously every single year for playoffs with the contacts. Um, we lose our first round to North Battleford. I have orange hair. I get called up to Kelowna. I have to leave the next morning. <laughs> me, me and my mom go out to some grocery store or something and buy like freaking black hair dye to like just make it black at least because that's better than orange. Little like Steve Carell. And I'm like, I kind of got like light brown hair, so it's not really close, but it's better than orange. So yeah, it comes like we grind on this till like probably midnight and it comes out my hair's like red still so <laughs> that's not working out um yeah i go to Kelowna, meet like beyond dry all these guys and i'm playing with red hair and everyone just shreds me the whole time it was pretty funny at the time like obviously embarrassing for me at the time but looking back on it hilarious so 
Um, yeah, my first game plan with Kelowna, I got to I got to play with Leon actually, and man, that was an eye opener for me. And then, um, yeah, uh, I got to play parts of almost every series. I got to play parts of every series except for uh, the finals and then the Memorial Cup. So um, I got some really good experiences. And even when I wasn't playing, it was just unbelievable to watch. Obviously, um, those guys how they come to the rink every day, how they prepare for those type of games and everything. So. Um, yeah, it was so cool for me just, you know, getting that experience early in my career and and being able to, you know, obviously play along those guys and, and win a championship with them. Yeah, no kidding. Winning's fun. So, well, I have to ask, I mean, like, I don't know what you can and can't say, but what was the bender like? It must have been 14 days. Like, I would have been partying for a year. I just probably steal, I probably steal the cup. I probably have it in my house still. Like, like there's no chance I'm giving that thing <laughs> yeah, back. So, so what happened, like, everyone talks about how hard the Memorial Cup is to win because we win the WHL championship. I think the Memorial Cup starts, like, four or five days later or something like that. And it's yeah. in Quebec City. So, like, we have, like, a flight to get on or whatever in, like, three days or something like that. Um, I just remember lots of us, obviously, we partied for the first couple of days and then got back to practice. And I just remember lots of the guys um, – a little bit frustrated that they didn't get longer to party because you win a championship, you want to party for a little bit, obviously. Absolutely. And it's a no-brainer. So, yeah, that was that was a little bit uh, a little bit frustrating for some of the guys. But, um, yeah. Uh, the job wasn't done yet. Came up just short, lost in OT of the Mem Cup Finals. Uh, Anthony Sorelli took the ring right off my finger. So. <laughs> uh, well executed. That was perfect. Yeah. Right? Would you just watch Miracle before you came on the show? <laughs> Took the ring right off my finger. How would you feel, Coxie? That was perfect. That was good. <laughs> Isn't it obvious? <laughs> yeah. For the girls. <laughs> Unreal. Okay, well, then I have to quickly ask before we get into some pro talk. You must have, you know, one or two good Western Hockey League uh, stories. Bus trips, parties. And if you can't say it, I totally understand as you're on your way up yeah. to the big league, so. Yeah, um, actually, with one positive out of having to redo this thing is I've had some time to think this one over. <laughs> a really good one that I have is uh, I remember because when we go to Victoria, um, it's a road trip. We stay the night, and then we kind of have to catch the ferry the next morning, obviously, because like every other place we go, we literally leave right after our game, so we don't get a chance to go out in most cities. Yeah. Um, and this was in my last year in Kelowna. It's early in the season. I want to say this is like, well, I know when it is. It's like beginning of November because me, Dubes, and Footer, we're all going to, we're flying out of Victoria the next morning to go play in Mushan and Swift Currents for, uh, for Team WHL in the Canada Russia. Series. What a scenery. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I think Matthew Phillips was on the flight with us too, and um, I just remember we were like we lost that night, and we were kind of like skeptical about going out. We asked and kind of just snuck out of the hotel, and we were probably out. I think our flight was at seven a.m., and we got back to the hotel at like four thirty. All of us we partied all night, yeah, and uh, got back to the hotel, didn't sleep a wink, and just got in our cabs and. And drove to the airport the next morning. It was an absolute gong show, but <laughs> man, that was a that was a sick story. And then we played like two days later, and 
Um, we won like seven nothing against Team Russia. And yeah, you snapped one home. You he, snapped two home. I snapped a couple home. Yeah, yeah too. So Cole I, I in on the start, power play. <laughs> I think I got to start playing guilty a little more. <laughs> That's my best hockey. Guilty. <laughs> Jay Leonard, let's jump into the NHL, man. You know, you get drafted in the NHL draft. Something I've never done, and I never will do, unfortunately. But you get drafted in the second round, 33rd overall. So, first, unreal. Second, how special was that for you and your family? Because um, that's unreal, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a memory that's going to last a lifetime. Uh, yeah. No one can really take that away from me. I mean, every time someone... Even when you talk about it, I still get chills thinking about it. It was obviously one of the coolest experiences in my life, uh, getting drafted to the NHL from just being a small time small town boy in Saskatchewan. It's uh it's really changed uh, you know, kind of my perspective on life and, and how it's changed so rapidly from just playing midget AAA in, in Saskatoon to now, you know, obviously playing pro hockey and being drafted to the NHL. So Absolutely. Uh, that was a huge honor for me. Um, actually, it was kind of a little bit of a gong show for me. The first day was the first round, and, you know, I was kind of borderline going to go first round. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like before, hey, Linder, second. before you get into that, I have to do, because that's my next question. I don't want you to jump ahead here. It's, it's almost right. like it's almost hey, like you hey, have hey, my script right. here. <laughs> but first, I want to say this, though. How does this sound? Ready? In the second round. 33rd overall, the Vancouver Canucks select from the Kelowna Rockets, Coland. <sighs> How'd that sound? Did that fire you up? Wow. That was unbelievable. Put, you may want to get put on the mic at the, at the draft. <laughs> that, was, that was something. I feel like you're chirping. Okay. Now we're going right into the next question that you started talking about. You go in the same draft as Heisher and Patrick, two good players. Captain now of the New Jersey Devils. Patrick was a good Western hockey player. Unreal with Philly, but you must be getting nervous down the stretch here. Like, do you, I mean, you just mentioned you figured you might go in the first. Um, you know, was it a waiting game? Like, I would have changed shirts probably three, four times during the time that I'm not getting announced because that would be nerve wracking. Like, just walk us through that whole experience. Yeah, um, I mean, I knew coming into it, uh, it was going to be kind of borderline whether I went first, second round. Uh, Obviously, just wanted to get it done on the first day because obviously being in drafts the NHL is, is one thing, but kind of going in the first round is obviously a, a huge deal, obviously, too. So, um, yeah, I kind of really wanted to go first round. Obviously, that was something that I that I made kind of a goal of mine at the beginning of the year. And, uh, yeah, I think it was like two hours long the first round. And, oh. um, yeah, just kind of getting around those late picks where – where you think you might go and kind of hearing other names that, you know, you're thinking in the back of your head, man, I'm so much better than this guy. Like why? <laughs> like what, what, what does he have that I don't have? Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, that was a crazy experience for me. And a funny thing was, was Cal foot, obviously being on my team with Kelowna. Uh, my little brother was sitting right beside me and I don't know if there's video or anything of it, but, he went like 15th overall. He's picking his nose. Hey, Kiko's you know, picking his nose. My little, my little, my little <laughs> brother. So this, Steve, or I think it was still Steve Eiserman at the time was like 
from the Kelowna Rockets, and my little brother stood up because they thought, he thought I went to fifteen. Suck on that, Keiko. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that was that was kind of heartbreaking for all of us, but uh, it was good to see him go early, and then yeah, like I said, uh, I was heartbroken, obviously going yeah. through the night uh, without getting picked in the first round. I I think I cried myself to sleep and probably had like three in the morning and had to be up at six for an 8 a.m. start or something like that so uh yeah it was a quick turnaround but luckily enough I went early early the next day where kind of the nerves and everything just kind of got out of the way early and uh yeah just got a lot got to meet a lot of people and obviously had quite a few drinks that night too <laughs> no kidding man I'd be standing the whole time like everyone's like, uh, t- uh take your seat sir please no I'm gonna stand I'm going right away <laughs> and then they're like uh you're going you're going to the seventh coach it's like shit no I'm just kidding no dude, dude, that's unreal I Getting drafted in NHL, like it's like you said, it's a lifelong dream. Like you're gonna remember that day forever. Um, yeah, like one off the hustle podcast, myself and you know, everyone here. Turner off the taxi squad comes in today. <laughs> We're proud of you, man. It's super, <laughs> super Black sick. Um, yeah, like super unreal. Which goes into my next point. You know, you're playing in the American Hockey League and having you know quite a successful you know career so far. Um, you know, last season he had 44 points, 61 games, and off to a good start this year. I mean, obviously we talked about this the last time we recorded, but you know, like, did you feel confident right away? Like when this is all going on, like you're playing, and you know, you're obviously frustrated too. Like we've talked to guys like, you know, Tim Stapleton. They're like, yeah, a lot of guys in the American Hockey League are kind of like hoping you blow your fucking knee out, so you can get up, <laughs> you can get a call up to the NHL. But like, what's it like playing in the American Hockey League? I mean, I'm rambling on here, but um, yeah, you're having a great career so far. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said from the beginning, it's kind of just grown from year to year. Obviously, having a pretty disappointing rookie season. Obviously, uh, kind of came into this and hoped I'd, I'd just get out of this league right away and make the make the jump to the NHL. But um, obviously, uh, kind of got that proved ro- proved wrong when you know I struggled my rookie season and obviously wasn't really ready for for the pro hockey lifestyle. Um, but uh, second year, I came in uh, with a different mindset, really positive and, and ready for anything. And uh, right from the beginning of the year, I was playing with some, some top players, and, and my confidence grew a ton uh, compared to my rookie season where, you know, I was totally depleted. Um, and, yeah, it took on a, a much bigger role and uh, just kind of seemed to be a, a go-to guy, whether it was, you know, making a play or, or trying to – get someone pissed off or something like that yeah. so um i kind of i kind of went through that and obviously coming into this year uh proved myself last year and just want to prove that i can like i said uh with the dub kind of prove that i can do it all on my own so uh yeah um i just want to you know prove that i can be ready for the nhl and uh, i think i'm taking strides towards that obviously um there's still a lot that goes into it but uh you can definitely smell that i'm close yeah, absolutely. Sorry, just had a. I just held a burping. Um, <laughs> it's my bad. Um, no, I did. I, this question I didn't ask last time. You know what? What did you see? The hardest transition was, I guess, from you know mid to the juniors. There's kind of a jump, not much. But what's the jump from junior to pro that you were like, whoa, these are men. Yeah, um, I mean. I think that's it. Basically, everyone just being men. Um, I think a thing that I really struggled with my rookie season was uh, getting getting to the puck and like getting it on my stick and 
you know, once I had the puck, I was fine. I was able to make those plays, but guys are so much bigger and so much quicker that you just have to process stuff at a, at a much higher pace. And, uh, I think that's the biggest change for me was just, you know, the pace of play and, and how quickly you have to process things. And obviously that's even going to change for me when I, when I hopefully one day make that step to the NHL. But, uh, yeah. I think, uh, I'm kind of, kind of leaning towards being a step ahead down here where I can, you know, make that transition a little smoother. All right, Lender into some golf talk before we get into our questions from the gallery. Where were you playing golf? You know, was it back home right in Shonovan or Speedy Creek? Or when did you pick up the game that you were like, wow, this is a game I could play and be pretty good at? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I went out to played at Rock Creek Golf and Country Club in Shonovan quite a bit uh, as a kid. And then I think something where it kind of turned into a really fun sport for me was we kind of went on an annual uh camping trip every single year to, to Cypress Hill and uh, we played out there almost every day with my dad and what a track I think me and Turner can and yeah me and Turner can what can prove a lot of people wrong on that track uh, <laughs> Ashley Lind and Todd Rippling are listening they they still have some business to do and, uh, <laughs> yes they do I think we're gonna I think we're gonna hold them to it I, I don't know what's it been 12 years or something like that and they still haven't done it so I'll mention um, it at their funeral I'm not gonna say what it was but <laughs> but they know I love it. Okay, well, let's let's chat about when did you start playing golf? Because this sport is not easy, as you know. Um, you know, I'm still grinding. Probably going to be a you know Mexican tour player one day. Probably never, but it's a hard sport. So I want to know when did you start playing? Ah, uh, frick! God, I probably play started playing when I was six or seven years old. Obviously, it was a lot different back then where you just kind of hit the ball, run after it, hit it again, mm-hmm. just chased up the hole, basically. Where, um, these kind of these past two years, I've really taken it on uh, really seriously. And then, yeah, just played through my summers probably three times a week. I don't know. It, yeah, and yeah, I've really taken it on to the next level uh, these past two years for sure. All righty, let's get into our questions from the gallery. They are brought to you by our good friends over at Divots Indoor Golf. Yep, we are there all, all the time. Not only that, they're the number one place to golf in the city and surrounding area. They have so much to offer. They have seven great simulators, great food, beverages are always flowing. <laughs> no brainer. <laughs> Call today, 306-206-1270. That's 1270. Or check out their social media at Divots Indoor Golf on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all three of the above. Divots is located on Rochdale Boulevard. Play at Divots. All right, Linder. I will let Turner ask the first question here. All right, Linder. Uh, Parker asks, what's your fave course to play in Sask besides Rock Creek? Yeah. Um, I mean, he knows I'd say Rock Creek, so can't say that. Yeah. Uh, a good track that I like, actually. Um, I've only played it a quite twice it's riverside and fast too and that was a really sick track for me obviously um i haven't played a ton of courses um other than you know stuff in saskatoon and, and stuff around shonovan and obviously your guys' track in regina so um obviously up to explore more this next summer Alrighty, best pre-game jams and who is the locker room dj on utica um, pre-game jams for me, 
um, are kind of up in the air. I'm kind of like, uh, I like a little old school rock, to be honest with you. It kind of gets me fired up just here. Thunder. Thunder. Dallas Smith. And then uh, <laughs> the DJ is Sam Annis, uh, the AHL's leading goal scorer, or point getter last year. Not oh. a big deal. What, what, table, what kind of tunes is he playing? Because I, I, I might change those. Okay, uh, he listens to, well, this is like a given every single game. He listen to big booty mixes before games. Oh. Elite. Get that big booty. That big. All right. Okay. Ripper, you're up. From Brogan? Yeah, right into Brogan, the mic. Brogan, a right teammate of yours. It's, asked, it, it, hey, hold on. It, it's it's learn how to podcast day yeah. with Turner Pointer. <laughs> a teammate of yours asks, when are you going to admit you're the worst poker player ever? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Coach and I had covered this last time. Uh, Raph is actually the one who owes me money right now, so I don't know how he can be <laughs> the one shit-talking uh, when he's when he's in the dumps right now it's kind of crazy to think that obviously i've I've dominated the poker game for for lots of last season in the beginning of this year so uh yeah i'm just not really sure where that comes from okay well we have to get broken on the podcast just to talk about that one minute clip who's the best poker player and what is his side but we will tag him in this post so um broken <laughs> lenders the better uh poker player so lanes of blocky asks why fortnite I mean, <laughs> Fortnite has been my game since since it's come out. Um, I don't know. It's just something that I, obviously being in Kelowna, having a lot of downtime, there's it was just something to do and kind of took it up and getting into pros and stuff. Uh, obviously, living alone, a lot more downtime too. So uh, Fortnite's been my game and and I've stuck to it for for this long. Um, kind of getting tired of it actually, but uh, we'll we'll see we'll see if I stick with it. <laughs> all right all right now now we got your uh what is your best and worst round of golf don't lie <laughs> i mean my worst round of golf i don't even know if that's like even like up for consideration like it's bad <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> like i used to be not great at the game uh just let's go last last, last three years let's do that Last three years, okay, that's better. Uh, God, I mean, I if I'm playing bad, I stop. I want. I'm a bad sport. I keep stop keeping track after like <laughs> nine, probably. But it has to be like 120 or something like that for sure. When uh, when I took you out to that? the Royal this summer, you had the first round. You sandbagged me and Des, where you had a my bad round, round, and then I we went out a match. My first round was absolutely atrocious i seem to do the same thing at every single course i play i just let it absolutely roast me the first day and then the next few days i torch it where it's I not bad mentality though. the royal I, sh- I probably shot one that was probably my worst round was the first round of the royal i probably shot like 120 that day and i mean then i'm pretty sure the next round i shot like 76 or something like that yeah i mean I, you played sick the one day with us though i mean like I mean, I, I don't know what I was. I was pretty low that day. But, I mean, you boys were, uh, I think the lender was, <laughs> like, <clears throat> maybe close to rip. Yeah. I'd probably, I'm around the high 70s, mid 70s. Yeah. I mean, I I was probably somewhere in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
from the Reverend loves the gas beers, Molson products only on this podcast because no free ads. We're a Molson podcast. What do you mean? They, they pay us. You can't say anything else besides Molson's. Oh, okay. Shut up, bro. From the Reverend, he asked, favorite beverage on the course or after the round? Okay. That's a good question. Um, on the course, I was introduced to this one by you two, actually, and I think oh, Turner's knows what yeah. I was about to say. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a plus one. Um, got introduced to them by you two, like I said, and yeah, uh, they were unbelievable. And uh, I don't know, something that I drink throughout the summer that most people, that like most of my buddies know, are uh, American vintages. I can pound those down anytime I need uh, no to free ads. if I'm looking to get after it. <laughs> uh, no the free yellows. <laughs> Okay, but what else we introduced to this summer? What's that? What else were you introduced to this summer? Oh, your drinks? Uh, what was it? Freaking. You gotta say it. Uh, <laughs> you gotta say it. This is fucking huge. Don't fuck this up. Your name? I can't remember Fresh what you Kosh. call it. Fresh or Kosh. Little Fresh and Cat Mo. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, last time we recorded this, you said I should trademark it, and you were way cooler on this pod last time. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's perfect. You no. should trademark it, though. That's a good name. I should, but uh, can't afford it. Okay, <laughs> now on to the next question. Who wins between you and the young Ripper in a round of golf? Wow, that's a great question. Um I mean, Turner not and I are similar for... Yeah. <laughs> not that bum. <laughs> Turner and I are pretty similar for, for scoring-wise. Uh, I think it kind of just matters what track it is. I mean, we play at Royal. Um, I think we went... What was it? We played four rounds there. I think we were two and two, Turner. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like that. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I mean... It's a it's a pretty close match. Like you put us in a best of seven, it's going to game seven every single time. So um I just I'd love to see it on a on a neutral site where we don't play our home tracks. Uh I think this summer we got a couple trips lined up and hopefully we can we can settle it then. This summer, me, Turner, you, and JJ Hunter, who we have on the pod in a week and a half, <clears throat> we'll do some content. We'll figure it out. Sandbagger. Yes. Sandbagger. I'd love you got to find a different name for it, though. It can't be a sandbagger. We'll call it <laughs> sandbagging invitational. <laughs> okay, Rip, finish that one up here. All right. How many rounds do you play in a year, Linder? Okay. Um, I mean, these past two years, it's changed a lot. I'll probably just go off of them. Yeah. Uh, my two years ago, I probably played 30, 40 rounds, but this past summer, I was probably in the 90s somewhere for sure at least probably wow. over 100 rounds i yeah. started i started early i'd go out and i mean in Charlevin, uh a membership was like 300 bucks and i'd go out me and my brother would play there twice a day basically throughout all of quarantine once all the courses once the courses opened up we'd we'd go out uh before we worked out and then uh have lunch and then go out again so wow uh, yeah i, I got i gotta say at least 90 rounds this summer i love it Okay, Linder, last question here. If we had to do an MTV Cribs, there's a free ad, MTV style, off the hosel, what is the day in the life of Cole Lind as a pro hockey player 
and I'm and I'm like recording this full live, like, hey man, like walk us through it. Summer What's, or winter. Pre game rituals. Yeah, day in the life, before a game. Uh walk us through it. Yeah. Um uh, I mean Wake up, play Fortnite, a bowl of KD <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> that was yours yesterday. Uh, no, I, I'm strictly no video games on game day. Like that's a given. Even the night before, I usually try to stay away from uh, video games. But I like uh, it. yeah, I usually wake up in the morning, probably around eight o'clock, eight fifteen. Head to the rink. Um, we we've been getting tested every every game day basically. So get to the rink and get uh, COVID tested. And uh, oh yeah, pandemic. Get changed into my undergear. Uh, we'll have our meeting. Uh, and then we'll go out for morning skate and morning skate is probably one of my favorite times just getting out there and being able to fuck around and just, you know, chirp other guys if they're not having the best morning skate or something like that. I, I love, I love giving it to guys in morning skates and, and making them feel, you know, obviously a little off for the game. So hopefully they have something to prove for the night. Um, and then, uh, I get home, make my pregame meal usually around 11, 30, 12. What is eight. it? Pre-game meal? Pasta and chicken. Just okay. classic pasta and Whatever Marcia sends in the mail. Giant. I will tell you mine after this. Okay, finish your day. Pre-game meal, pasta and chicken. Okay. Pasta and chicken. Um, yeah, just kind of talk to the old lady maybe a little bit or whatever. And then... Uh, Smoke. Grab, <laughs> grab a nap. Uh, I don't like to sleep for too long. That's something that's, that's big for me. I usually only sleep for, for maybe an hour, hour 20, where guys... Like some guys I know sleep for two and a half hours, three hours, and in, in a normal psychos. Game they they so, they eat pizza yeah. with a fork and knife. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, um, and then get to the rink probably usually around like four thirty, four forty-five, and uh, play a lot of super ball, tape my sticks, um, and then get a little dynamic warm up in and hop on the ice for warm ups. Okay, here I'm gonna tell you my pregame meal. That's unreal. Pregame right. meal. When I was playing, and I was still gonna try and go for it. It was like chicken and pasta. Eat healthy, a little shake, aroni. No. What time was 1920? Was that a Costco poutine? I had a black Gatorade, <laughs> which is a Pepsi between periods. Black Gatorade. Like the, <laughs> this is what I was having in junior hockey. Like a black Gato. Uh, Costco poutine. I was good for two periods, 40 minutes. Usually had four and four. How are you? Third period shut her off. But that was my, um, <laughs> yeah, we had, we live different lifestyles. I'm still on the old, uh, Costco poutine black gator diets before Ripper jumps in here. Um, you have to ask your coach because, uh, all I want is one warm ups. Get me geared up for warmies. That's what I need. One warmies in the American league. The fans just cheering and chirping. Like, I would be buzzing at Warmies. I'd be the worst player in pro hockey. Warmies, though, would be <laughs> sick. My flow? Oh, yeah. I'm growing my flow now. Okay, sorry. Good one, Rip. Yeah, you're going no Bucky for sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. And I'm dying my hair blonde, but it would come out red like your hair and the contacts. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, this weekend, Unreal weekend in Sash, snow starting to melt. But me and Coach went on the ODR a few th- Three times. Three days, two days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sore, sore quads here. Coach was showing me how, how he would warm up if he was playing pro hockey. Like, oh. Yeah. Flipping pucks to kids and. But like, but like, not not like grab it and like look at someone, just like hum one in the crowd. Heads up, here it comes. 
<laughs> just <laughs> I would do. Nah. Okay, Ripper, anything else? You want to tell us your pregame meal? My pregame meal? We don't care. Well, yeah. No, just kidding. No, just <laughs> yeah. kidding. Go on. He can tell it's, us. Well, I'm in college, so it's a little different, right? So, I don't know. Let's go to school in the morning, and then... Uh, it's a Subway half off. Your discount <laughs> well, card. Hopefully, my mom's home in time, because I'm not a very good cook, <laughs> and she whips me up something quick, and then I head to the rink. I love it. Okay, Colin. Man, I appreciate you doing this again, taking your time to do this. Um, obviously, Ripper's rooting for you. We're rooting for you. The Off the Halls of Podcast. We hope that we see you in a Canucks jersey sooner or later, man. Uh, we appreciate you doing this and can't wait to do some content video golfing this summer, man. Take care. Unreal, boys. Thanks a lot for having me. See you, Linder. Love you, buddy. Love you. Hey, fellas. We're in the thick of winter, and a storm's a brewing. It looks like one to three inches are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place in your pants. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your family jewels. Have you ever noticed how nasty nose and ear hair is? In fact, 79% of partners polled admitted that lawn nose hair is a major turnoff. So that's why I use the Weed Whacker. Reminder, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code HOSL20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And remember, use the code HOSL20. Thanks to our good friends at Manscaped for making our winter wieners look so good. Alrighty, there it is, episode 61 of Off the Hosel with a great guest and Cole Lind. Second time go around, I think he was a little more comfortable. We talked a lot about, obviously, his growing up in Shaunavitz, Saskatchewan, playing baseball. Now he's a full-time golfer playing for the Utica Comets in the AHL. He's close to getting the, the call-up to the Canucks. He's a great player. The other night, he had an empty netter to finish it. Colin walks in to shoot. Oh, and he passes it back. And, like, what a team guy that is. I'm going. I'm stealing that puck for sure, going top cookie uh, for that no, one. No, not me. I'm, I'm the guy that's passing it off. If I had one game in the AHL, I'm for sure scoring that goal. Nah, but nah. it's not his first game in the AHL. Because he just made social media. I seen it. Yep. You know, they said, oh, the most generous teammate, and you'll never forget, and this yeah. and that. And it was, was kind of cool. I mean, Cole. Yeah, great kid. Sounds like a really nice guy. I mean, I'm assuming sometime in the future we'll get to meet him. I'll get I'll get. I know you know him, but I'll get to meet him. So. Yeah, he wants to do, well, I guess we, we can kind of break the news now on the podcast. They want to know. He want to break the news next week or next guest? Or no? Should we wait? Your call. Okay. Next week from the same town we have on from the Hunter Brothers, J.J. Hunter, again, former Kelowna Rocket, AHL hockey player a long time, and now he runs a, him and his four brothers are the Hunter Brothers. Um, yeah, but anyhow, there's your little sneak preview of that interview next week that, that's happening, that you and I will be tag teaming that one with J.J. I guess what we'll find out right there, Drew, is how many of our listeners actually listen to the very end of the show. That is true. It's very true. Um, but yeah, great interview with Cole. I, and I appreciate Turner stepping in for yourself and Daniel. And as Turner said on the podcast, I came off the taxi squad for an interview today. So uh, the yeah. young ripper came in and you know something I'm, something I'm thinking about, Drew, with all these guests we've had through 60, what, 61 episodes? 61, yep. We're hoping COVID's around the corner here. We're really, really hoping. Oh, but wouldn't man. it be nice to have an off-the-hosel golf tournament? Yeah, it's in the works. Guests, listeners, I think that'd be just fantastic. Well, and the content we're going to create this summer, too, with playing with 
you know, guess we're going to travel and play golf and do all this stuff that hopefully we can. Hopefully golf is still the only sport that we can play right now because unfortunately, I don't know what's going to happen right now. COVID sucks. Yeah, well, I think I think we're around in the corner. We're around in the 30s, heading for home. And he slides in. What's that guy's name from? Joe Carter, is that his name? Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run than that one. <laughs> that's good. See, I know my baseball. Well, that's just because you see it on Sportsnet all the time. Old Man Justice? Yeah, he's good in July and August. Come the Dodge days of September and October. He's not going to be able to hit his weight. <laughs> Unreal. All right, Troy. I think this is it. Episode 61. Where are we found on? We are found on Facebook at Off The Hosel. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Off The Hosel. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast listening streaming i would have said provider but that's pretty good though check right. out TaylorMade golf check out divots indoor golf we are a TaylorMade nissan podcast now divots podcast we are a growing podcast growing that's it i'm done all right i'll talk to you next week you always bet. a pleasure i'll see you next week drew see you troy everyone else have a great monday tuesday wednesday oh and janae that's coming by thursday friday saturday Sunday. Enjoy the podcast. And now it's really loud in here in Divots as it's men's and ladies lead night. So Not uh, by the way these guys are shooting. What's that mean? Darren. <laughs> Darren's going to beat the wheels out of you. All right. I'm out of here. Peace. See ya.